Welcome to another powerful teaching from Dr. Todd J. Pulliam, pastor of One Accord Church. Only a connection to one's father, the bearer and deliverer of the seed, can make the seed grow like it's supposed to. Ha! Glory to God. Elaine, I'm holding it in. By the way, that cold air feeling all right now, ain't it? Yeah, uh uh-huh. Just a little laughter. <laughs> now, go. Yes, sir. Go to Ephesians 6. Okay. Uh, okay. I want to read four, three verses while you go to Ephesians 6. Is that okay with you? I had these. Well, pardon me. I don't want to make excuses. I should have had these written out where I could just read them. But I have them here. Now you go to your spot and just wait on me. Proverbs 4 and 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. As your thought process goes, so goes your children, so goes your bloodline. You will not wait or need to wait till Judgment Day to figure out who you are and where you're going. God will read your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, because unless he intervenes, they're going to go the path you taught them. And if he has intervened, then it's just, be, just beyond him on how he could intervene and you change the path. Okay? All right. Now, stay with me. You still got your verse? Where'd you turn to? All right, you're doing good. Okay, now, thank you, Lord. It's so wonderful. In the Amplified, Proverbs 18 and 14, the strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or in trouble. But a weak and broken spirit, who can raise it up or who can bear it? All right? So if I never teach my children how to handle things from conflict resolution to losing to not to watching, uh, just simple things. That child gets a compliment, doesn't mean you have to have one. I, I find myself having to do that with adults. So then I know the children are already in trouble. Something's wrong if you can't allow your peer or your friend or your relative to receive a compliment and to have a moment where they are extolled without you feeling like you have to have the same thing. Somebody buys a brand new car and it's the color green. And there's somebody in there that doesn't like green. So they'll say, well, I'm glad you got it, but ooh, I don't like green. You should have got it in. Oh, shh, shh, shh. 
This is not your moment. Oh, this is good. See, this is all the stuff that's robbed us of leadership. And it's why other nations are superseding us and going by us. And their intellectual levels are blowing us away. And it's not that we aren't as smart. We, we're brilliant people. But we have gotten away from developing character. So we're no longer leaders because leadership rests upon the shoulders of character. So what we have from our churches and denominations to our governments are shells because that's all we raised and that's how we were raised. Just shells. No substance. You looked apart Jesus said, you have a form of godliness, but you deny the power thereof. What is he really saying? You have no substance. What did he tell the Pharisees? You looking pretty on the outside, but on the inside, you are dead, full of dead men's bones. See, this is stuff we don't preach no more. Any man or woman that lies to you consistently is full of dead men's bones. Well, thank you for that enthusiasm. Truth is life. We got to go back to being ashamed that we lied. La tabakasa. Rorabasi. Glory to God. Anything wrong, we got to go back to where we're ashamed of it. Even with the grace message, God sent the grace message. But even with that, you, if you deliberately do that to the ruin of someone and you refuse to fix it for their betterment, then shame has to come in so you will fix you and then go fix them. That's good stuff. <laughs> I got one more. You still at Ephesians 6, ain't you? You're not trying to, because you know these verses like I do. You're not trying to catch up and, you know, trying to beat me there. Proverbs 13 and 12. Hope deferred. Make it the heart sick. Right? That's what it says. But when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Illustration. Let's go with another child. We're going to go on that picnic Saturday morning if you're good. Eight o'clock, be ready. Pound cake, fried chicken, Kool-Aid, ice in the coolers. How can you beat it? Okay. By Wednesday, that child has blown every opportunity to make that picnic. Kept no rules. If you told me you got to have a room clean, the room ain't clean. It's amazing how the child still can't resist fiending for this great event. The true parent, and I failed at 
every single time. I never got it right. I got it right on whippings. I got it right on growling. I got it right on going in a room and threatening to switch people's physical positioning to something God never planned. I got it right on everything but this one. If Carrie led the charge, it was going to be an immediate loss and a very fast loss. And sometimes the brothers could get her to go in front, and it was a goner. And then I would look at the boys in their eyes, because I loved them. And I'd see it, and I'd lose again, and here's what it is. You're down to the day before, and you say, that's it. No picnic tomorrow. Oh, man, the house just falls apart. And, 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 and watch, because the mom, she loves picnics. And, and, and the mom is excited, but the kids are killing the mom's opportunity. And so everybody's silent. Six o'clock, everybody wakes up. Um, Dad, I, you want to look at my room? One by one, you get this little conversation that you have. Uh, you still going to uh, let us go, right? We're still going, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know you said yesterday we weren't going to go, and I know we were supposed to do it before then, but we did it now. <laughs> and you look at them, and, 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 and this, this is this verse, because when it was deferred, it was killing them, you know? And, and they're waiting on me to, to, to just go ahead and, and, and deliver so that all this life will come back, you know? And things will be right, pound cake, fried chicken, Kool-Aid, you know, or whatever we took. Back then, we used to take Lunchables. Uh, oh, my memory's sharp. And, 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 you, and, and there were special kind of Lunchables that they each wanted. And, Oh man, and, you know, and, and so finally I, 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 I'd swing my feet over the bed and I'd sit up and think about it. I said, okay, we're gonna go. Yeah! Okay, Dad, is there anything else you want? We're gonna load your stuff up too. I'm driving, you should. I'm paying for the whole thing. There are mamas and daddies that have experienced this. That's this verse. And the Lord sometimes will allow you to go to the last minute, but his undying love for you. At the last second, he says, well, okay. And you say, oh, man, I'm in the kingdom. My father is something else. That's that verse. You master these verses I just gave you, and you've got something to work with when you're developing everybody who's up under your care. Or watch, or better yet, listen to this. It'll even help you develop you. There's a great life for you. I would never use Cicero as my illustration, but he did, as a Greek philosopher, write a great book on the good life. But God is giving you a greater book on the good life. Come on, somebody. 
All right, so, okay, Ephesians 6. Don't wait. I got to make sure I don't go over. Let me see. I even wrote here, don't go over. So I got, uh, I, I got a few minutes left. So let's go to Ephesians because I think it's vital to send you home with this revelation knowledge because you got to do battle. Amen? Well, I can't stop preparing you for war over time. That's a, another teaching. Somebody shout glory. glory. All right, Ephesians 6 and 12. Oh, praise the Lord. I, I have all kinds of notes here. Pardon me. Okay, you got to make sure you have your information. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And here is our first statement that we need to make at this point of the teaching. Your choices determine the openings or permissions granted to foul spirits. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. Your choices, what you choose to say and what you choose to do gives permissions or support to foul spirits. Now, this determines what overcomes your nation and what overcomes your community and what overcomes your household. Nation, community, household. Now, wrestle means that for we struggle not against flesh and blood. There's no win in there because you're not assigned to fight flesh and blood. There's no win in dominating people. That's why when Jesus rules, war is over. When folks say we'll study war no more, that's what they mean. They're not weak because they look forward to that. You're weak because that's the, that's the field you choose to fight on. Didn't nobody want to say nothing. I'm not calling soldiers weak. I wouldn't dare do that. You have to know me. I admire military people. I think our military is the baddest fighting force. I'm talking because I'm talking to the entire body of Christ. You are not assigned to dominate people. So when Jesus rules, your day for war is over. It's good stuff. Now, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So principalities, these are the leaders of battalions where foul spirits are concerned. They're the frontliners. 
you hearing me? The powers are demonic governance, governments. Now, I have to put this in here where it says powers also is talking about spiritual and physical powers. Because people will sometimes allow spiritual forces to overtake them and then confront you with it. So you're not going to dominate the flesh, Lord have mercy, but you're supposed to be so in-depth and tuned and trained and mature spiritually that you should be an intimidating force by sight alone to what they're struggling with. Some of the stuff coming against you shouldn't even mess with you. Jesus got to that island and that man was filled with a thousand plus demons. He said his name was Legion and I'm going to tell you right now, he didn't do anything against Jesus except start talking and Jesus said, shut up. The power in Jesus, and I taught this Tuesday, made him a dominating, imposing figure in the spirit realm. If I teach this right, you'll quit giving that up just because you failed to sin once. Because that's what we do. We fall to sin and we say, well, we don't have a dominating effect anymore. That's him lying to you. Your domination was given to you from your being made. You can't be made in the image and likeness of the Almighty and not be given the ability to dominate. When the male lion gets put out of the pride for trying to, to be the big dog, he doesn't lose the, the, the growl. He doesn't lose the mane. Doesn't lose the two-inch teeth. Doesn't lose the two-inch claws. Nor does he lose his desire to eat you. Did you just catch the revelation that I taught you? Everything and everybody that gets out of order doesn't lose what they came with. If you would embrace your relationship with God as you're supposed to, then you would understand that a righteous man falleth. How many times? And what does he do? Do you realize that when you get back up on the first time, you're back at one? Wait till we get into this thing here. Now, rulers of the darkness. World rulers. Thayer's Greek lexicon makes this kind of clear to me. I prefer them. An epitaph of Satan. Lord of a particular world. Prince of this age. Okay? Rulers of the heavenly spheres. P, and pardon me, S-P-H-E-R-E-S. You okay? 
dark forces that influence regions, countries, and so forth. Forces that believers must war against. Are you hearing me? That's rulers of the darkness. That's how you can drive from state to state and recognize a different atmosphere. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Okay? Now, I, I, I've been wanting to address the church on this a long time. We have a whole region of our nation we call the Bible Belt. I don't really know why. Because when you hit it, it's dead and it's broke. Well, I live in it so I can teach the truth of it. So why, why did, I mean, where, what's the deal with that? I ain't worried about that out there. I'm worried about what I give you in here. Well, how, how, how does a region become like? Religion does it. America, did we honestly think we could sin the way we have sinned from day one and not provide justice and think that Christ is the one that will sit in your heaven? And heaven's there is meaning the clouds. So there are regions of the earth where demons sit in the clouds and make their, their, their dwelling. And they have hierarchies there, see? You, you go somewhere where idol worship is big, you, you'll notice that you'll come up on some real heavy stuff in the atmosphere, because that's just the way it goes. They're sitting there. Now, you and I, if we can't handle our children, and if we can't handle the small stuff with our children, and we can't even handle the mental parts that we've got to adjust and fix, then how are we going to be in position to pull down strongholds? But the Bible requires us to. Y'all are good. This is, this is great. Y'all pulling it out of me. And in conclusion, Spiritual wickedness in high places, non-carnal. Belonging to a spirit or being higher than unregenerate man, but inferior to God, who wages warfare against the kingdom. Did you see that? Now, let me say it again. Spiritual wickedness in high places is, is sent or given from a spirit being Higher than unregenerate man. Because once you're born again and you're regenerate, regenerated, ain't no way for there to be any other force that can be greater than you. Not even angels. Because you're going to judge them. You, and you, Jesus, is younger brothers. Oh, amen now. You inherited the kingdom. Brothers and sisters. I thought y'all would know where I was. Okay? And these foul spirits are inferior to God. They can't do anything with them. So they challenge you. They go after you. We're not going to really be the church until we take this on and we rise up and start dealing with it. 
when we come back Sunday morning, we're going to talk about how not to allow your flesh to be imposed upon another so as to give them an opportunity to fall to a warfare before they even face a spiritual one. I hope you caught what. We're going to go deeper. Warn everybody. We're going to need praise and worship. We're going to need at least a couple of them songs. Just to set the atmosphere right. Well, see, I got to get you ready because I, I don't even have. Thank you for listening to another teaching on the Dr. Todd J. Pulliam podcast. We call you blessed.